Welcome back to Behind Schedule, the podcast. It's your girl, C-Money Murder, a.k.a. Carly. <laughs> um, So, yeah, it's been about, like, two weeks since I dropped my first episode. And, sorry. And I just wanted to say thank you for everybody who liked, commented, reposted, or reached out to me in any kind of way. I just wanted to say, literally from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much because... It was really just the motivation I needed. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I was just so grateful. And it was just like, yo, it's like everyone's feedback was useful, whether it was uh, um, constructive criticism, whether it was praise, anything. Like, I was just getting so much feedback. And it's like, yo, I got to keep going now. And that's what I wanted. Because if I didn't get the response I didn't want, that would have been one and done. I would have deleted it and we would have forgot about it and moved on and acted like I never did that shit. So, again, thank you guys so, 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 so much. I hope you listened to the whole thing. I hope you clicked on YouTube, too. And um, sorry for my voice. I just got back from the Drake concert yesterday, and I just wanted to tell you all about that as well. But, again, I don't want to um, – I really can't, like, say thank you guys enough. Like, I know, like, it wasn't even, like, a big deal – I don't know, like, it wasn't a big deal to some people. It's a really big deal to me. Like, yeah, I only got, like, 50 views on YouTube. But I don't care. I don't care. Like, I'm still just so, God, my bad. I'm just so, 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 so grateful, so thankful. And I just, the support is crazy coming from my friends and my family. So I love y'all. So thank you. But, yeah, let me tell you all about this Drake concert. So I like to call this. Um, my lucky girl syndrome. I don't know why I'm God's favorite. I really don't get it. Like, I don't get it at all. But I'm telling you guys, I am God's favorite. Now, at first, you know, they've been posting all about, um, like, everyone, like, posts the Drake and the Beyonce concert. So you could see it on social media. Like, you really don't need to go. But something inside, I was just like, damn, like, because I have that mentality. I'm like, oh, no, like, everyone's posting. It's the same thing every show. I don't really need to go, but I had the same, or no, I had this different mentality this time about the Drake concert. I was like, I really need to go to this Drake concert. I've never been to a Drake concert before, ever, and when I'm telling you Drake is my number one artist, like, I will post it that he was my number one artist of 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. Gonna be for 2023 as well. Like, I love Drake. We both OVO, you know, October's very own. Yeah, he is Scorpio, and I'm a Libra, but it don't matter because we both still born in October. So, Drake and me, like, we really are like this. Like, that's really my guy. So, I'm like, yo, like, I really need to go to this concert. Like, I, there's no question about it. I have to go. And it was so last minute. So, I'm like, I DM'd, or not DM, what is it, the DM notes, that DM note thing. I post it. I'm like, who's selling a Drake ticket? This one girl hits me up that I knew, like, from back in high school. And shout out to her, like, thank you so much for the opportunity anyway. And then I was, you going, if you watching this, you're going to see why I didn't get the ticket. So whatever. So she hits me up and she's like, I got a ticket I'm trying to get rid of, just one ticket. And I'm like, all right, cool, like, how much? She's like, honestly, like, I really just need to get rid of it. Just give me, or give me a price, but it has to be reasonable. It's a floor seat. So I'm like, yo, like, that's crazy. Like, you, everyone knows, like, how expensive the floor seats were. So... I'm just like, damn, like, 
I can't lowball it. I but I'm at the same time like I can't drop bread right now because I'm going on vacation next week. Like I I really didn't know what to do. So I'm just like, let me just say, I'm just gonna say 200. Like if she's just trying to get rid of the ticket, I'm gonna say 200. And maybe she's like, all right, cool, whatever. So I say 200, and she's like, all right, cool, like I could do 250. Cool, but I'm ready to buy the ticket, y'all. A floor seat to Drake for $250. Like, I'm like, all right, bet. Like, send me your cash up right now. Send me a picture of the ticket. So then, shout out to Anthony, my man, Tony in the streets. So he walks in. Mind you, I'm at work. I'm at the radio station while I'm trying to buy this ticket. And Anthony walks in. He's like, hey, like, what's up? What are you guys doing? And I'm like, oh, nothing. Like, I'm just trying to buy a Drake ticket. Like, you know, this girl said she better get to me for 250 And he was like... Oh, I was just about to come in here and ask you if you wanted one. I have an extra one for free. So I'm like, God, like, I'm telling you guys, I am God's favorite. I don't, I don't, again, I don't know how, but I literally am. So I'm like, I'll take the free ticket. So I tell the girl, like, sorry, like, da-da-da, whatever. Um, so, yeah, moral story, I got a free Drake ticket. And, yeah, it was in the nosebleeds, but it don't matter because... It was Drake. Like, the atmosphere from everywhere was just crazy. Like, it was all, it was honestly such a good show. So, yeah, so it's a nosebleed seat. Then I'm like, yo, like, I need to be, like, on the floor. Like, I just, like, I just need to be. Like, I need to at least try. So I'm like, all right. So it's the whole radio station team. Like, they were up in the 200s. Like, I'm like, all right, guys. Like, I'm going to try to go down. So I try to go down. And I'm, like, trying to play down. I'm, like, oh, my God, like, is there, like, anywhere I can, like, upgrade my ticket? Like, I'm going to pay, like, da 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 So um, I go up to the guest services, and I'm, like, hi, like, are you guys upgrading tickets? Like, I'm all the way in the nosebleeds. Like, I'm trying to get to the floor. And the woman working there, she's, like, I don't have, I can't get you to the floor. But here, like, you'll be, like, front row in the seats. And, like, free of charge, free of charge. I'm, like, yo, thank you so, so much. So I was just there vibing by myself and, Again, 10 out of 10 experience, beautiful show. When I'm telling you guys, I was crying for the first 10 minutes of each song. Like, I'm going to insert the video here. Because when I'm, I was sobbing, sobbing. And I don't know why. Like, I've never done that ever. Like, I've never done that ever. Like, I think, like, you just have personal relationships with artists. Like, Drake been around since I can even remember, like, like I don't know how old I was, like eleven. I don't, I don't know, but he's been around for. But more sorry, been around for a very long time. I basically grew up on Drake music, like, and he came out to take. Oh, I'm not about to cry for y'all, cause I'm really not even trying to cry for y'all. So, yeah, again, more of the story. If you want to go see Drake, buy the motherfucking ticket. Do not hesitate. Buy the motherfucking ticket. Please do yourself that favor. You deserve it. And don't buy the ticket if you're not a Drake fan. And what I mean by Drake fan, you got to know the shit off the radio. Like, it was just so crazy how the stadium was packed. And, yeah, like, a lot of people knew the songs, but I would, like, stand next to people and they didn't know the song or they're just chilling on their phone and they're, like, not having a good time. I'm like, what? Like, you spent $400 for a nosebleed ticket to just sit on your phone and, like, what, listen to what, 21 Savage? Be so for real. So don't buy the ticket if you're not a Drake fan. And if you are a Drake fan, do not hesitate to buy the ticket. Like, buy that shit yesterday. You should have bought it yesterday. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, guys. Um, again, I apologize for my voice. It probably sounds like shit, but I drank a throat coat tea. If you know, you know. And I was just hoping for the best. But now that I'm talking even more, I just I can hear it sounding like shit. So what's up? What's new? What's going on? Like, what have you guys been up to? <laughs> like, um, basically, I've been trying to get guests. Oh, again, so thank you for everybody who reached out who wanted to be a guest on my show. And we will be in touch once I have a vision for y'all. And, like, I've gotten, like, a lot of responses from, like, all types of life. And I would love to reach out to everybody and to, like, bring everybody here. But I'm just trying to see, like, my vibe and what kind of show I want to run. So once I get that established, best believe I'm sliding the DMs, like, yo, what are you free? Like, let's do this. So don't think I'm just curbing y'all. Like, I really would love to have each and every person who hit me up on my show because everybody's cool as shit, like, if you're like I said, if you're doing something cool, I really want to have a conversation with you. And a lot of people that are doing cool shit hit me up, so I'm like, yo, like cool, like we'll be in touch. So I just wanted to say thank you again for that. So this episode, like I said, is gonna be inspired by Drake because I saw Drake yesterday, and the first thing that he said, like when he came out, he was like, "This is con- this is not a regular concert. I'm not just playing all my hits." Basically, it was like, he was like, I'm just going to show y'all my evolution and my growth. And, like, just coming from, like, all of his music, like, you know, R&B Drake, and then he goes to, like, rapper Drake, and then he goes to pop Drake. It was, first of all, show again, show's beautiful, but it really inspired me because I feel as though, me personally, I feel like I just realized that I was on a healing journey and that, yeah, like, I'm still, like, healing, I guess. But not really. I feel like I have a better sense of myself now. So I don't want to say, like, I'm healed, healed. But I'm not hurt, hurt. Like, I'm not butt hurt. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about healing. And we're going to talk about growth. And we're going to talk about grief. HGG. (laughs) HGG, bitch. We talk about HGG, healing, growth, grief. So um, I got this episode idea like, last week, I want to say either last week or two weeks ago, and I was listening to Mariah the Scientist. Now, that is my girl, Mariah the Scientist. Like, I love her. And I was listening to her music, and I'm, like, singing. I'm, like, yo, like, something's wrong. Like, like it just didn't hit the same, you know? And I'm, like, why doesn't this hit the same? Like, she really was spitting facts on all her songs. Like, what's going on? Why am I, like, like I'm, like, ready to turn it off. Like, change it. Then I realized, I'm like, yo, like, I think I'm healed. <laughs> like, I'm healed from all the trauma and all the nigga shit that has been happening to me. And I feel like I can confidently say that I've overcome all my pain, all my hurt, and everything I have in, like, relationship-wise. And it just, it was like, it was such a, like, a wow moment. Like, I'm like, damn, like, I'm really good. Like, I don't feel any kind of way listening to this. When back then, like, I would be sob- like, like, Drake sobbing, I would be crying, like, while singing, like, just songs like that. Because you just relate to the pain. Like, if you can relate to, like, what they're saying in music, it's just, a, it just is a different vibe. And I feel as though, like, now, like, the music I listen to, it is a very, like, I listen, I like house music. I'm in my house music era. Um, EDM, don't judge it, y'all. Don't judge me. But I went to Un's concert not too long ago. And that was one of the best times I had in my life. It was so much fun. Vibes were just high. It was it was a sunny day. Maybe that's why it was like 10 times better. 
But I'm just like, and I'm also into obviously like my city girl Lotto, Nicki Minaj era. Like, I'm getting bread. Like, I'm here trying to get my money up, not my funny up. I don't want to be hurt by none of you niggas. So like, me and the city girls, we like this too. And me and Nicki, you already know Nicki is my my mother because I'm her son. So, yeah, I'm just I don't know like. And I used to, like, I still love, like, R&B music. Do not get me wrong. Like, Summer Walker, like, I love all music like that. But it just doesn't hit the same when you can't relate anymore. And I feel as though that's why it's, like, I realized, I'm, like, yo, like, I'm really healed. Now, podcast, I want y'all to keep a secret for me. I need y'all to keep a secret for me. I mean, it's not really a secret. Like, I'm about to post it anyway. But, like, I'm in, like, a really healthy relationship. Like, I have a man. Like, I have a man. And I haven't really been posting it because it's like, I don't want to jinx anything. But, like, my man is the shit. That's all I'm going to say is my man is the shit. And I feel like it only worked out because of his, like, emotional intellect. Intellect? What's that? Uh, Intelligence. From his emotional intelligence, and me, like, acknowledging, like, my emotions and trying to control them versus just feel them. I feel as though, like, it's just, like, I got so, again, like, so lucky just to even have a man like that where I can actually communicate with. Um, I don't have to worry about, like, any infidelity. Because if you know, you know, out of all my relationships, I was the queen of getting cheated on and running right back to the dumbass things that broke my heart. So for me to, like, not even have to worry about that now... It's just, it's literally a blessing, like, fell onto my lap. And mind you, I've been single for, like, at least two to three years before me and my boyfriend became anything. And, yeah, I just feel like that whole, like, us meeting and, like, getting into a relationship. And we still try to figure out each other every day. Like, yeah, like, we've been dating for about a year now. But at the same time, it's like, I've only known this person for, like, a year. So you still, like, try to figure out like, how people communicate and how people move. And it's just a process. Everything is a process. Everything is a journey. So I want to say, like, shout out to him for being, like, the team leader of my healing journey because now I feel it's like I can handle my emotions better. I know not to be stupid. I don't have to be dumb and, like, that my intuition is always right. Like, I would be bugging out and overthinking with, like, everybody in my past, but that's because it's like you just know. Like, you know some sketchy shit is going on. With my man now, it's like I don't ever have to worry about sketchy shit because it's like it would be right in front of you. And like even now, it's like if I have to even think about sketchy shit, I wouldn't even deal with it because I'm in a position where I life where I don't need to put up with a lot of the same bullshit I put up with before. Like I, I don't know. I really don't know where I was going with that. But more of the story is I just feel like I'm in my healing era and I'm into like my blossoming era. A lot of people think that I've changed because of, like, one, I used to wear my glasses all the time. I've worn my glasses literally for, like, 23 years straight. Like, I'll insert some pics so you guys can see. I I was just this girl, like, you know, like, Carly, like, she's funny, she's good at sports, and she's a leader, which is awesome qualities, don't get me wrong. And then I, like, lived my whole life like that, and then even, like, through, through college... And after I graduated, even after that, but, like, I guess, like, two years ago, two or three years ago, it kind of, like, just hit me. I'm like, dude, like, I need, like, a change. Like, I want to, like, 
shape myself into the woman that I want to be. Whether that's, like, looks on the inside, like, just being organized and things like that. I was like, I need to change, like, and it's nothing wrong with changing. It's nothing wrong with being, like, to yourself, listen, I want something new, I want to switch it up, and I want to be confident in myself, and just things like that. I feel as though there's nothing wrong with that, and I feel like, honestly, it's a, that's, like, healing, that's growing. That's literally growing. So, I say all that to say, when I um stopped wearing my glasses, when I started straightening my hair more, putting on makeup, dressing like cute, throwing, throw, sorry, throwing out all my old shit, and just becoming a bad bitch. Like, it's me just becoming a bad bitch. And part of it was me working in the club. It's like, I'm as pretty as all these girls in here. Like, I don't have to be a little girl to anybody. I got the job, just like every other pretty girl in this club, getting a job. Why am I so intimidated by all these other people? No. So I stepped my cookies up, and I really bossed the fuck up. And I love that for me. I feel as though it was just a beautiful, like, it's a beautiful journey, and, like, I'm growing into a woman. Like, I'm not a little girl anymore. Like, yeah, I'm very respectful, and I don't just disrespect people, and I might not be the loudest one in the room, or I might not, I mean, I am the last one in the room, but I might not be very confrontational. That's one thing I'm working on. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm a lot more confident than I ever was at any point in my life now. And I'm confident with all the relationships I have with my friends, my family relationships, being at work. Like, I'm just, I don't know. It's just a different feeling. And if you're listening to this and, like, you feel as though maybe this is something that you've been missing too, take the step. Do something that's uncomfortable. I would try to wear my contacts, like, back in college or whatever. And I was just like, ugh, like... I don't like it. Like, I need my glasses. I need my glasses. Like, I don't want to wear contacts. And it was uncomfortable for me. But once I, like, made it into my way, like, yeah, I wore my contacts and had just my natural lashes. But me, personally, I prefer having lash extensions. And if I have the means to do that, I'm going to do it because it makes me feel the prettiest. Like, I could walk out, no makeup, hair looking crazy, but as long as I got moisturizer on my face and lashes... I am the prettiest girl in any room, period. And that's just how I feel. And I feel as though I had to get out of my comfort zone to be like that. So, moral of the story is, guys, healing is not a book. There is no thing that says, all right, this is how you have to heal. I feel like a lot of people get lost in their healing journey because they feel as though it's like, oh, I need to do this and do that. I see this on TikTok and I see this girl doing this to heal, and this person, like, comparison is the death of joy. And I feel as though once you find, A, what things you want to heal about yourself, and B, the ways that you feel good, I feel as though that's the only thing that matters. So I wish for everybody to have a great healing journey, whether you're healing from insecurities, if you're healing from any, like, relationships, for men and women, by the way. This is for men and women. Because men, y'all need to heal too. Like, please, stop using your side bitch or your sneaky link to heal and just talk to the girl that broke your heart and get the answers that you need and move on and heal. I feel as though men just don't feel the need to heal. But I think also we are in a different day and age where healing is becoming more and more accepted, like, Men aren't 
playing that masculine role where, oh, I, I'm not going to cry and I'm going to be a big man and da-da-da-da. It's not like that no more. And it's not cute. Being crazy is not cute. That's immature and fucking psycho. So stop being crazy, A. And B, just be real with yourself. Like, the realest niggas, I feel as though they know how to control their emotions. They know what their triggers are, and they know how to speak up about it in a ma- a manner that isn't yelling, screaming, fighting. You just speak. Literally speak. And if you're stern with it, it's like, all right, like, like not even, like, relax, but it's like, whoa, like, he really spent some shit. Like, cool. Like, I'm going to, I don't know. I really don't know where I was going to say that either. But more of the story is men, don't think of your healing journey as a setback. It is literally you planting the seed for you to bloom into a big-ass tree. Because I don't, I know y'all don't want to be flowers. So you're going to be a big-ass tree. That little oak tree that George Washington knocked the fuck down. You him. You him. Just remember that. And ladies, like I said, um, you're planting the seed to become your most beautiful flower. Or, bitch, fuck the flower. You become in a garden. And you can never give anybody, whether that's your family, your friends, relationships, you can't give people the things that you expect if you don't have them for yourself. And I still struggle with that too. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect or have the answers. And I just think that it is a journey. I think as though it's all about trial and error. And even if you feel like, all right, like I'm going to do something different and I'm going to be in my healing era and you fail, what are you going to do? Dust yourself off and try it again. (laughs) So I just wanted to talk to you guys about that. Um, Healing growth, that was kind of like healing and growth. And I also want to talk about grief. I don't think, I don't, because I feel as though when people think of healing, like, uh, like unfortunately, like, I lost my dad, and I didn't feel a lot of healing from that. I feel a lot of grief, and I don't think it's the same thing. I feel like you can never let go of grief, you know? Even if you think about something and you've, go- you've gone through something, and believe it or not, you do grieve over a breakup. You grieve over, like, the le- like never talking to somebody ever again after having an XYZ relationship with them. It's all a process, and yeah, like, grieving, I don't think grieving ever stops. I feel as though it comes and goes, like, in waves. I feel as though healing is a trial and error process, and then you just find what works for you and to live your best life. Grieving, if you don't have somebody in your life and you're never going to get them back, how are you ever supposed to heal from that? That's not the same shit. And that's some real-ass shit. I'm talking to this mic, and that's some real-ass shit. So... If you lost someone, whether due to death, if you aren't friends with somebody who, like, was your bestie, if you're not in that relationship no more, it's okay. It, it's okay and it's normal to feel sad. Like, that's fine. It's fine. But what's not fine is staying sad. You know why people drown? People don't drown by getting into water. People drown by staying underwater. And if you are going to make yourself drown by just staying sad you're going to drown and just be miserable. But at the end of the day, it's all a mindset. And I wish for you, everybody who's listening to this, I'm wishing and praying for everyone to have a healthy healing mindset and to embrace your feelings and connect with them. I want you to think about them, most importantly, 
Think about everything you feel. Think about what's going on in your life. Why are you feeling like this? And how are you going to, like, recover from that? Think about it first before any reaction. And then have the reaction that you want. Do what it is that you want to do to, that makes you feel good. Because that's what I do. And I feel like as though that's where my lucky girl syndrome comes in. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to live my life how I want to live it. Regardless if it's the smart thing to do, the right thing to do. I'm doing me. And I'm happy. Like, I'm just happy. And I wish and pray for happiness for you guys, too. And, yeah, so this is another solo episode. It's just me. My fucking voice hurts. <laughs> and, um, again, thank you guys so much. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This is the second episode of Behind Schedule, the podcast. I'm out, motherfuckers. Bye.